Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of my grandmother's passing, and the day was gray at the beginning and a little cool and stayed fresh, became blue, and I was aware and present to the wonder of my grandmother in my life. And in some way, I feel that she might have interceded in the things that happened throughout my day because it was a day of wondrous things and related to her, almost as if her presence was close to my heart that she was guiding things and my hope is that that is the truth but I'll tell you that the morning started with Bible study and I was able to attend mass and then I was able to take care of my body and uh, see a person that she would have appreciated because she enjoyed that kind of body work as well and uh, stretched some muscles that had been hurting so taking care of my body and taking care of my soul in the morning. And then I had work and work that I enjoy and was able to flow into lunch with my husband, a quick one in the garden while we were thinking about preparations for an upcoming party that we've got because we're about to celebrate our 25th year anniversary. And in the afternoon, I had a call with a dear friend as I prepared for a talk that I was giving for this group that I belong to called Forward Women. I've talked about it before, Christian Women in the Workplace. I'm part of the board, and yesterday I was invited to do a little presentation of ba- of balance in life. And several dear people attended, several new people attended. It was a wonderful event. And of course, whatever God wants to give through us, He wants to give to us first as Steve Bowman of Paradise's Day says, and so yesterday I received instruction on the wonder of Bethany and pondered with my sisters in Christ, because it was a women's group, where is your Bethany? Where's the place where you go when the world caves in, when you just don't know how to take another step, where you are burned out or you are filled with grief and you are wondering how to, how to, Continue moving forward. Today, as I ponder the wonder of yesterday that ended with my daughters in lacrosse, um, their last game of the season, and a visit by their middle school coach that came to see them and um, gave them a wonderful wrap-up of what she's seen in their development. Because the uh, current coaches that they've had hadn't provided much of that kind of insight for them and they're deciding what to do next year, and they wanted a person to help them. So perhaps you have a person in your life and in your children's life or your coworkers' life that you reach out to. I recommend to my kids that, you know, name three to five that you can call when things get tough. Today, the readings that we encounter show us a group of pious people burying Stephen that was killed yesterday in yesterday's readings. And... We're still in the Acts of the Apostles, and there's a huge persecution that takes place. Uh, We're in Acts 8, 
All the disciples scattered through the countryside. That's how horrible it was. You can imagine what it is if you live in your house and all of a sudden, because of your beliefs, you have to scatter. The apostles remain, everybody that was close to Stephen buries him with great lament. And you find uh, Philip today, one of the apostles, speaking with great power and great signs, casting out demons. So the plot thickens for the apostles after they receive the Holy Spirit. And they give us hope because sometimes we look at our life and we go, oh my goodness, there's persecution at work. You can't express your thoughts and feelings without somebody pounding on you. Or there's persecution within the family because you have beliefs that are totally opposite to what other people have. Or you can't speak the name of Jesus because you're thought to be backwards or awkward. Perhaps you're experiencing that in your life and you can take solace in seeing the apostles that they enjoyed a persecution that included Saul. He wanted to destroy the church. We see him going into homes, pulling people out and sending them for imprisonment. God sometimes is going to use an enemy to turn the heart and make them part of the cause. And when that happens, how do we behave? When somebody that has been against us turns towards us, are we able to let go of grudges? That is one of the things that we are asked to do, to be one body and to be one in Jesus. We have to find a way to let go of grudges. When we look at the Psalms, Psalm 66 today tells us, let us, let all the earth cry out to joy Uh, to God with joy, sorry. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. When we have a mission and that mission burns with joy in our hearts, we feel propelled by that purpose. We feel pulled forward by that purpose. That doesn't mean that there's going to be obstacles on the way. And that joy can be the reason for moving forward. We see Peter, we see Philip, we see Stephen moving forward with purpose and joy and yet a force of nature Saul who will become Paul is coming as an enemy persecuting them the apostles still shout with joy still with power and authority are casting out demons and we are seeing that the glory of his name is being praised through the actions of the apostles Say to God, how tremendous are your deeds, says the psalm. Let all on earth worship and sing praise to you, sing praise to your name. In the face of miracles and wonders, we see persecution instead of singing and praise. Come and see the works of God. The apostles are performing the works of God. And even those that love God, the Pharisees of the time, the Sadducees of the time, the scribes, the chief priests can't see God in their midst. They're opposing it, even though they both claim a love of God. It is helpful to read these stories because they give perspective to the things that we endure ourselves. We find our Lord in John chapter 6, the cracks of Christianity, Jesus remaining on earth with us as he promised, I will remain with you until the end of time and then telling us, I am the bread of life. Unless you eat of me and drink of me, you cannot have life in you. But if you consume the bread and consume the wine that are my flesh and my blood, you have life in me and my father and I will come and be with you in the Holy Spirit 
the trinity will take will will take refuge will take rest will come within you so that it can shine through you into the world i told you that although you have seen me says jesus you do not believe everything that the father gives me will come to me and i will reject i not reject anyone who comes to me because i came down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of the one who sent me jesus is intent on doing the will of the father he's ascends to the mountain to pray after he's made public appearances miracles preaching he goes up to the mountain to empty himself and fill himself with the presence of god that is such a hard thing for our ego to let go of our plans to let go of the things we think we should do and how we should do it when god comes with his new plan for how we ought to do things as we pray today that god may help us let us put in our hearts a um, center someone in our life that we need to reach out to to tell them the good news as the apostles did if they hadn't gone out all over the land under persecution we wouldn't be able to receive the word of god today so let us pick one person for whom we can continue to pray this easter season and let us go to the throne father almighty we come to you with thanksgiving praising your holy name praising your presence amongst us this easter season as the joyful shouts of the resurrection filled with angelic voices still resound for 40 days that we walk close to our savior's presence in our life we make you present in our midst father by our praise and by the glory that we give through the actions that we take to make you present in the world we pray specially for that person in our heart that needs to know you we ask that you make our homes places where you are felt and seen father that a hedge of protection is placed in our relationships in our families in our jobs in our finances in our dreams and visions that you've given us in our hearts so that we can be fully alive for the glory of your name and we pray all these things in the name of Jesus amen hello this is sofia fonseca de niño and i welcome you to this inner room you can find us on facebook Twitter and Instagram under the Inner Room Emotions in the Bible and we would love to hear your questions, your ideas or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.